Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Hello and welcome. In this episode, I'm going to talk about your health and your power, particularly as it relates to the current time, December 2021. Over the past two years, I've become increasingly concerned about the global health issue that we've been facing and dealing with. There are no absolute clear and easy answers to a myriad of questions, and there's a huge amount of information to sift through about what's happening and why. For almost four months, I concentrated most of my time and energy doing a lot of research to find true and honest answers to my own questions about the horrific and damaging changes we've been experiencing in our world. It is part of my life purpose to stand in my own truth and use my voice to help others to stand in their power and to be healthier and happier. And that always means sharing the truth in the most helpful way that I can find. Thank you for joining me on this podcasting journey of truth. I appreciate you. I hope you'll continue to come along with me with every episode. Here's what you'll find in this episode. I'll talk about public health care. We'll get into the question, what about the virus? Then we'll talk about the only solution and a study and real life results. And finally, I'll talk about your health and your power. Let's get started. Public health care. Public health care, the medical system as we know it, is broken. The decline of the health care system has been slowly happening for the last few decades without people really being aware of it. During the last few decades, we've been sold on the idea that any of the changes we've been noticing in public health care are in the name of progress and good health. We were drawn in by the feeling that we are being taken care of, that it is so beneficial to have a pill for every ill, like magic. We have believed in the idea that there is a healthcare system that will look after us. We have given our power to the system, believing that the system has our back and will keep us healthy. That system has failed. We have forgotten our roots and have become disconnected with our own natural ability to communicate with ourselves and our body, to innately and intuitively know what we truly need in order to stay healthy. We have not taken responsibility for our own health and well-being, except to participate in the healthcare system ideology of a pill for every ill. Here's a brief overview of the last few decades. Big Pharma started to gain momentum in the 1950s, and Big Food was starting to gain traction in the early 1960s. Since that time, we've been slowly veering away from whole, healthy, nutrient-dense foods and relying on sugary, refined foods that are convenient but have little nutrition and virtually no health-giving properties. This path over the decades has led us to relying on pharmaceuticals to help us with health issues that are largely related to diet and lifestyle. This is where we started having a pill-for-every-ill type of thinking. Starting around the same time period, vaccines were increasingly marketed to us for many health issues, with the stated intention of giving us medication-induced immunity and protecting our health. 
I know that I was given all the available immunizations as a child, and I dutifully made sure my two children had their immunizations. We got used to the idea of vaccines and accepted them as a simple way to stay healthy, particularly with the yearly flu shot. We were sold on the idea of be a good person, meaning that if you get the flu shot, you're protecting everyone around you, especially your elderly grandmother. Through this conditioning process that took years, it became easy for all of us to trust the authorities and completely accept the idea of an emergency immunization when SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, was introduced to the world, even though we were told this immunization would be experimental. I want to focus attention on the brokenness of public health care. The public health care system has always had very minimal recommendations to the public for dietary, nutritional, and healthy lifestyle guidance. This is evidenced by the fact that very few family physicians give their patients nutritional guidance as a way to maintain good health and minimize health issues. In my own case, a number of years ago, my doctor and the medical system had no answers for treating inflammation that was caused by unhealthy diet and poor lifestyle. I had to search for answers myself in order to recover. The public health care system has been focused almost entirely on medical intervention by way of medications or pharmaceuticals and surgical procedures. This fact underscores the brokenness of the system because it's not focused on helping people to have a healthy lifestyle or good nutritional health and wellness. It is focused on pharmaceutical interventions as the first answer whenever possible. Here's a very important point that no one seems to mention. When the pandemic was introduced, the public health authorities, whether national, territorial, or local, did not talk about how the population could improve natural immunity and avoid getting the virus by healthy dietary and lifestyle changes. Public health authorities could have and should have immediately made a point of telling the population what positive steps they could take to improve their immune system, reduce stress, sleep better, and strengthen their overall health to avoid becoming ill from any virus. Instead, what the authorities did was extremely damaging for all people. They quickly came up with draconian mandates that moved the population further away from a healthy life by mandating lockdowns, isolation and quarantining, wearing masks, social distancing, and forbidding social contact altogether. The authoritarian mandates and coercive measures have completely ignored public health. The measures that have been forced upon us for the past two years have caused undeniable damage and hardship in many, many ways to individual people, to families, to businesses, and to the economy. So what about the virus? As shocking as it may seem, it is important to realize that it is not and has never been about the virus. This may sound ridiculous, but stick with me here and I will explain. It is and has always been about a bigger hidden agenda. This isn't a conspiracy theory. I'm not a theorist in any way. This is reality. It's about authoritarian control and power, which involves money as a tool. It is controlled by eugenics, reducing the human population and making a superior, desirable human race. It is controlled by authoritarianism and tyranny over the population that's left. The SARS-CoV-2 virus was the mechanism used to introduce the hidden agenda globally. Fear and the use of mainstream media were the chosen tools used by global authorities to convince people there was a health crisis, a supposedly deadly worldwide virus they called COVID-19. They were very quick to label it as a global pandemic, even though it did not fit the definition of a pandemic. 
Please don't get me wrong here. We do have viruses all around us all the time, and there is such a thing as coronaviruses. The common cold, which we have dealt with successfully for decades without immunizations, is a form of coronavirus. Coronaviruses are not novel or new to the human body. Strangely enough, since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, the virus itself has never been isolated anywhere in the world for clinical testing by any medical laboratory. Fear of the COVID-19 virus drove the people, the entire world population, to look to the authorities whom they trusted to help and to save them by finding a solution to the virus. By that fear, the authorities had control over the minds and emotions of the world population. They were able to perpetuate the fear and add many layers of deception and control the entire global population. The authorities came up with measures which they persuaded us were for our own good. Lockdown for businesses and people, quarantine, isolation, social distancing, and masking. They told us these measures would be temporary until we could flatten the curve and until they could produce what they told us was the only answer to the virus a jab in the arm, an inoculation, a so-called vaccine. While they worked on their inoculation solution, the authorities suppressed and finally outlawed any and all existing treatments that were proven to have a safe track record and were proven to heal the effects of the virus, hydrochloroquine and ivermectin. Those existing medical solutions were suppressed and even discredited for a reason, so the authorities could apply for and obtain emergency use authorization for their inoculation. Emergency use authorization could only be enacted or granted if there were no other solutions available. They manipulated the market, so this experimental, quickly produced COVID medication they called a vaccine would be the only solution available, the only solution allowed. So let's talk about the only solution allowed. The only solution was, and still is, an experimental so-called vaccine that has been pushed worldwide because of emergency use authorization. It was developed in approximately one year and not properly tested due to time constraints. A true vaccine takes between 10 and 15 years to develop and properly test. I will call their only solution the jab. The jab has not been properly licensed and is not approved as a vaccine because it is still experimental and untested. This solution was rolled out in about 12 months. Even though they labeled it a vaccine, it does not fit the true definition of a vaccine. It is known to be gene therapy, which means it alters a person's genetics. It has always been marketed as safe and effective, even though it is an experimental, untested therapy, and very little was truly known about the effects it would have when it was rolled out. The authorities told us that when we had herd immunity from the injection, everything would go back to normal. The forced mandates, testing, lockdowns, social distancing, and masks would be stopped, and everything would be fine like before. That clearly did not happen, even when high numbers of people did receive the jab. As of the day of this recording, we still have restrictive mandates, social distancing, mask mandates, and changing rules that are like shifting sand at the whim of the authorities. Plus, we now have travel restrictions, more testing than ever, vax passports, and societal rights being removed. The authorities are continuously finding more ways to coerce the population into taking the jab. 
In the first nine months or so since the rollout of the only solution, the jab, three particular facts about the effectiveness have emerged, which have been proven by true science and mounting real-life evidence. Number one, the jab does not stop a person from getting the COVID virus. In other words, it doesn't protect anyone from becoming ill from any form of a coronavirus or from any variant of a virus. Number two, the jab does not stop a person from spreading a virus, including COVID-19, contrary to the narrative we've been told over and over again. Number three, the jab does not provide the human body with long-term protection or immunity from the COVID virus or any other form of coronavirus. Common colds are forms of coronaviruses, and science has proven that creating natural immunity without an inoculation provides better, long-lasting, broad immunity. Here's more information I've learned in my research about the jab or the injection. It is genetic modification therapy because it permanently damages and changes the body's DNA. It puts a toxic spike protein into the body that makes the body a spike protein factory so the body continuously produces spike proteins. Scientists have tested mRNA vaccines since the 1990s and even then it was proven to be dangerous and toxic at the cell culture level. This is a toxic chemical injection that should never be given to any human being. Let's talk about a study and real life results. There was a freedom of information request made by the Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency organization which forced Pfizer to release documents to the public about their own study which they had done between December 1, 2020 and February 28th. 2021. Keep in mind that the jab was distributed on December 1st, 2020. This released document was sent to government authorities on April 28, 2021. These are the statistics of Pfizer's own study. There were 42,086 relevant cases and out of those cases about 31% or 13,104 experienced various adverse reactions including many deaths. Out of those 42,086 cases, 11,361 people had adverse effects which they had not recovered from. That's about 27% of the people. 520 people had adverse effects and recovered, but had some type of lingering problem after they recovered. 1,223 people died. About 22.5% or 9,400 people had unknown results, which means they could still experience adverse effects. The results of Pfizer's own study means that over 30% of the people they've injected with the jab have had adverse reactions to it, and at least 1,200 people have died. That's just one example of statistics from one study of the effects. According to all previous medical standards, which have been upheld for decades, this level of adverse events and deaths has never been acceptable for any new medication that is brought to market, ever. A 30% rate of side effects is unheard of for any medication, including vaccines. This medication should have been pulled off the market. 
The VAERS system, Vaccine Adverse Effects Reporting System, is a passive reporting system that has been running since 1986, and it's not highly used by many doctors for a number of reasons. Because of that, it is estimated that a maximum of only about 10% of all adverse effects and deaths are actually reported on this system. Despite this fact, since December 2020, there have been more deaths reported on VAERS than there were in the system's entire 35-year history. That is very alarming, and it's a red flag that this jab is very harmful. The pandemic and the jab have never been about a virus or about our health. The evidence is mounting, which shows this to be true. Let's talk about your health, your power. Know that there is a bright light in all of this. We are free and sovereign human beings with free choice. We have the right to choose what we put into our bodies and to choose what medical procedures we will take part in. No human being should ever be coerced to have a medical treatment or a medical test. And no human being should ever be punished or discriminated against because of their medical choices. To choose is your human right. We are free human beings, and when we unite with each other and stand together, we are strong. It should never matter what medical tests we've had, or what medical procedures we've chosen to have or not to have, what our skin color is, what nationality we are, or what country we live in. Together we have power, and we are strong. The forced mandates are designed to make a rift or a split between people and in our society, but we don't have to let that happen. No matter whether people in your circle of friends or in your family have chosen to take the jab or not, it does not make them a different person, any less caring than they were before, or any less lovable and worthy. Any choice like that should never divide people. Stand in your power, unite with each other, support or help each other, and work towards maintaining your health, no matter where you're at. Health is not just the food you eat. Food and your nutrition is part of it, yet it is so much more than that. It is like a circle of life or a big wheel with many spokes. The spokes in your wheel include your joy and happiness, love and your relationships with family and friends, your religious and spiritual beliefs, your career, your hobbies, your skills, your home environment, your stress level, your physical exercise, the amount of sleep you get, and more. No authorities have the right to take any of that away from any of us. I urge you to stand in your power alongside other people without judging them for their choices or for their situations. Here's the one minute recap. In this episode, I shared about public health care, a broken system, the current COVID virus, the only solution that's allowed, a study and real life results, and your health, your power. Here's the bottom line. Your health and your power matter. Each of us need to have good health, and each of us need to take back our power. Our collective health and well-being depends on each of us standing in our own power and uniting with each other. I urge you not to listen to mainstream media who are sponsored by the authorities, to fearmonger constantly and repeat a narrative that fits their negative agenda. Seek out the sources of truth. They're out there. You just have to look around and dig a little bit, but they are there. Do not rely on everything you hear or see on social media either. There are many doctors, nurses, and professionals from every walk of life that are standing up and speaking out about the truth. Look for the truth. 
The Sugar Switch Podcast is a unique, informative, short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast program. The intention is to tell it like it is, to give you a different perspective about all manner of things relating to your health, especially sugar and nutrition. Every episode is available on the thesugarswitchpodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, Geosavin, Ghana, and on Android. Until next time, go on out there and live the sweet life without refined foods and sugar. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.